The Holy Gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do and, in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, it is Mother's Day, and I got to reflecting about some of my fondest memories as a child over this past week. And one of those memories that came immediately to mind was family road trips. How many of you have done family road trips? I loved doing family road trips. My sister and I would pile into the 1974 Buick LeSabre, also known as the Blue Bomb, because it was built like a tank. And there, my mom and dad would take us on our annual summer family road trip. Well, there were a couple of things that took place during this time. My dad was the driver. My mom, she was the fearless navigator. And she would get into the car with her bag full of road maps. Now, I can't help but wonder, how many of you remember road maps? <laughs> yeah. Some of you may not. Yes, or even how to fold a road map, right? Well, we would get in the vehicle and off we would go. And it happened 
almost every road trip that we went on, at some point, as we were barreling down the road, my mom would look at my dad as we passed the exit, and she would say, Don, that's your exit. <laughs> and my dad, if he was right on his toes, would aggressively turn the car and try and get off on the right exit, announcing to everyone around us that we're not from here. And if we weren't careful, my sister or I, if we were in the laying down in the back windshield, right, we, one of us would most likely fall on the other. But then there were those moments where we didn't quite make the exit and we had to keep going down the road, right? And we were really left with a few opportunities and, or a few choices and one was to make a U-turn, sometimes illegally, or the other was to simply plan a new way, create a new path. In fact, our GPS, as we have today, would say that we were rerouting, that we were recalculating, that we were reorienting. So I can't help but think that that is where we encounter Jesus and the disciples today. They have been following Jesus for three years. They have been with him as he has been teaching and preaching and healing. They have been with him, following him all along the way. And here, we encounter Jesus and the disciples on Thursday evening. They are gathering there for the Last Supper. Now, John is acutely aware of Jesus' story and what is about to transpire. And so in his writing, we hear Jesus telling his disciples exactly what is going to happen. That he is going to leave and that he is going to die. And yet, in the midst of all of this, the disciples are still left scratching their heads. This is often referred to as Jesus' farewell address or his farewell discourse. It goes on for four chapters as he lays out what is to come. And so he tees it up right away by telling them, do not let your hearts be troubled. Now, anything that would start out with, do not let your hearts be troubled, would say, should my heart be troubled? Right? And for the disciples, they were. They were troubled. They didn't know what was happening, even having been with him for the past three years. And then he tells them about these many dwelling places, that there's all of these dwelling places, these mansions that have been prepared for you. And in John's Gospel, whenever we encounter location, it is often a metaphor for relationship. And so Jesus is telling them about the relationship that they have with God, not only now, but for all eternity. And the same then applies to you and me. And then Jesus makes a bold assumption that after having taught for three years and having the disciples follow him, that they would know the way. And he says to them, well, surely you know the way to where I am going. And again, they were scratching their heads, which must have left Jesus thinking, come on, were you not paying attention? And suddenly, 
these very troubled disciples begin to ask questions. Where are you going? Why must you go? Why can't we go with you? What are we going to do? What are we going to do without you? And then Thomas, brave Thomas, asked Jesus another question. He says, Jesus, but we actually don't know the way. How then can we know the way? And Jesus responds by telling him that he is the way. That Jesus is the way. And he asks that they trust and believe in him. And then Philip, who is standing there as well, asks another question asks another bold question. He says, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. In other words, Philip was asking the question, what does God look like? Show us God and then we will be satisfied. Those questions of why and what often consume and fill our lives. We ask those questions of why this illness, or why did this or that happen in my life? Why now? Why me? Those questions of why and what often work their way into our lives. But instead of answering the what, or the why, this is where Jesus makes a different move. Jesus reorients. Jesus recalculates. Jesus reroutes in this moment. Instead of focusing on the why or the what, Jesus puts the focus and the emphasis on the who. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the one who loves the disciples deeply, and in turn, Jesus loves you and me immeasurably. This deep desire to be in relationship with you day in and day out. And so Jesus goes to the cross to reveal to you and me the very breadth and depth of God's love, of God's grace, of God's mercy for you and me each and every day so that we might believe and in believing have life in His name. We need direction in our lives, right? Sometimes we need it more than others. But we need direction in our lives. There are moments in our lives where we find ourselves needing to reorient, needing to recalculate, needing to reroute. In the things we say and in the things we do, there are moments in our lives where perhaps we need to take a different or new path. But you do not have to look far for direction in your life. You can look to Jesus, and in doing so, because you have seen and heard Jesus, 
Well, you have seen and heard the Father. That God the Father has been revealed to you in His Son, Jesus Christ. The very breadth and depth of His love comes to you and me each and every day. And when we turn to the Scriptures, we find a beautiful roadmap to life. We find a beautiful GPS that can help us along the way. In fact, one of the most beautiful, beautiful moments occurred just before Jesus gathered around the table with His disciples for the Last Supper when He said this, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This is who Jesus is. Because we have seen and heard Jesus, we have seen and heard God the Father. And when we reorient ourselves to this direction, when we reroute our energies to caring for the least of these, and loving one another, all God's children, we encounter a loving, compassionate, and life-giving path for all eternity. Let it be so. Amen.